Hey, this is Burke. And this special isn't what I wanted. Trust me, I got halfway through like a half hour recording of a murder mystery episode where I was playing all the characters. As I was listening back through it, it didn't come out very well. So this episode is going to be talking about building a murder mystery for your campaign instead. This episode may contain depictions of graphic violence and also some harsh language. It's just who I am. So listener discretion is advised. And this is probably the different, most different intro I've done in a while. Hi, everybody. <laughs> I appreciate everybody for listening in to the final episode of Spooky Season. And I'll also start with some stuff also. If you can hear it, you're definitely going to hear it in my voice. I'm beat. It's been a rough week. And I'm not going to lie. It's been a lot of good, though, mixed in with it. But the bad stuff has been a little rough on me work's been kicking my ass as well as I have a friend that's going through a bad breakup so there's been a lot of late night phone calls that I've been trying to be supportive with it's just been a lot but um the good stuff is good so I'm I'll talk about that maybe another time I don't know. I try to keep my some of that personal stuff to myself, though. It, it's for me. <laughs> I um I got a nice trip planned for this coming weekend, so it'll be a lot of fun. So let's sit down and let's talk about building a murder mystery session for your campaign. Now, this is a fun little thing you could do for... Yeah, honestly, you just kind of throw this anywhere. Like, everyone kind of likes Clue, which this is basically Clue. But you might not know where to kind of start with building, like, a Clue-type scenario. So let's start with, you need to in make an introduction. So, like, for instance, for the episode I had planned to record, this was set in Axe Hammer's Tavern. It had the NPCs that are in some of my games, and it also had the player characters that were the people of interest throughout the the recording even though it's not quite <laughs> out there yet well i don't think i'm ever going to post it because it's um it was bad there's can't be bad but then there's this like okay this isn't going to work so we'll start with you build the setting and we also want to build the characters out so like for instance like okay you go to this tavern for this party and you get introduced to these characters you may even introduce yourself to the person who was killed also in the scenario which I'm going to be facing in the Talar campaign tomorrow. We're going through a little thing like this as well. Sorry, Jen, I kind of borrowed your idea as well for this episode. Now for you, as the dungeon master, especially when you're planning a session like this, you need to outline the core elements for the murder mysteries plot, including the victim, the suspects, and not, not just the suspects, you want the clues to be, you want to toss out there as well. So the idea is you want to create red herrings and you also want to plan out your crime scene a little bit ahead of time actually quite a bit ahead of time because your players are going to pull off of the information that you provide so like for instance for red herrings for this session let's say they find an amulet they find a mysterious amulet with elven engravings and it's found near the crime scene and as they inspect the amulet they realize this amulet belongs to talian Let's say the body looks like it's been brutalized by an axe and or a hammer. And then they find the bloodied axe of axe hammer stashed away. And you may even find Adian's hammer might have blood on it as well. You might find Velikor has some cryptic notes that he's maybe been preparing a song that's fantasizing about Burke Spectre's death. Another pretty big red herring is going to be that good old Adian and Burke Spectre hate each other's guts. So that's another little 
cryptic clue. And maybe you find that there is a character in there that owes Burke money. Maybe you find that Artemis has been borrowing money to try to resurrect his fallen party members. Other things that we as Dungeon Masters want to create are puzzles and clues for the players to find and experience because we want to try to provide as much good information to the players as well as information that's going to put them off to the wrong way. Interesting enough, when it comes to this, I'm not saying you need to do one-to-one like good information to bad information. If anything, you should put more bad information than good information and you want it to conflict. You want it to you want it to make your players think twice. You don't want this thing to be solved like, like that, like a snap of your finger. So let's create some puzzles for this. So like, for instance, clue one would be like, let's say a bloodstained note. It's a crumpled note and it's found in one of Burke Spector's hands. It's stained with his own blood and reads, they know my secret, help me, meet me in the study. Okay, so we then go ahead and put clues in like the puzzle in like the study. We'll say the study's locked. Okay, the study's locked and the players must find a key or a way to pick the lock. Okay, that's not that hard. Most times somebody's just going to figure out a way to get in there. And inside, let's say that there's an open box in there that there is a burned up picture in there. Players can barely see that there is a picture of the specter himself in there, but he's with other people and you can't tell because the picture has been burned. We can add a puzzle like a musical cipher. Let's say Velikor has a piece of sheet music that seems meaningless at first glance, but when a player examines it closer, they discover that the note represents a coded message. And let's say by the time they've deciphered it, the message reveals pointing to a specific character's involvement or motive. Like say it's more likely to say, oh, hey, you know, Talion over there was acting fishy or whatever. So it may absolve Velikor or it might be like, hey, why is Velikor trying to steer me to Talion? The players might go to, let's say, Burke's room to try to investigate, and they find a mask that doesn't match up with anything else the party guests are wearing, including Burke himself. And the mask appears to be made of an expensive material that may indicate the presence of an unknown guest or an intruder. Okay, another puzzle we can put in are cryptic riddles. The players find a series of cryptic riddles inside Burke's journal. These riddles hint at identities of a rogue clone or a true murderer. Solving the riddle requires an understanding of the relationship and dynamics between Burke and his clones, as well as Burke and the other party guests. Another thing is maybe the players are going through and they're finding hidden diaries, which is another clue. Let's say Artemis and Adian have both have diaries in the room and both contain like thoughts and conflicts with Burke and the fact that they probably want to kill him. Adian may even fantasize about it. Not going to lie. Knowing Adian, he definitely probably fantasizes about murdering Burke on a regular basis. Another puzzle we can do is like an alchemical concoction. Let's say a player discovers a recipe, like an alchemy recipe, and to progress, they must gather necessarily ingredients from different locations inside of the tavern and must combine them correctly. The resulting potion is to reveal hidden markings on a map that points to the location of who killed the specter. Lastly, let's do another clue and be hushed conversations. And the party might over have overheard 
heard hushed conversations with, among the party guests that hinted at various motives and suspicions. It's like, I mean, let's be real. Pretty much everybody at that party is going to hate Burke's guts for the most part. And for the most part, this is something that you're going to do during mostly role-playing sec- interactions and succeeding at high perception checks. All right. Now, unlike a regular session, this session is going to be high on the role-playing at- and atmosphere side of building a session. Like, it's important to, like, give as much information about the puzzles as you possibly can, as well as the role-playing and a- atmosphere sp- aspect of this. Like, it's all about communicating body language with people it's all about giving details like if somebody's lying and making sure that they're rolling insight you might actually not be prompting the insight checks but it's a matter of like the player going is this person lying to me and the best thing you can do is just to keep them guessing it's going to be hard enough as it is to try to stop them from using the toolkits that can instantly help them solve these things. There's ways around it though. So as long as like, for instance, the person's dead for a little bit and you're not, party's not necessarily a high enough level, they're not gonna be able to use Revivify. Like they're not gonna be able to res them, bring them back from the dead. You might wanna put certain curses or something on the body, like runes on the body to stop them from getting spoken with the dead. Maybe their body's been branded. You want to try to keep that aspect away. Or if you are gonna let them use speak with the dead, maybe they have no idea who killed them. Maybe it came up from behind and knocked them out. Or maybe they were unconscious when they were killed or they were killed in their sleep. Just the idea we're trying to build here is we don't want the part to be able to like instantly solve it right it's like he did it the general with the candlestick right we, we don't we don't necessarily want that and lastly the, the one last thing i got for you for this one is have fun with it like engage as your as the the background characters this episode well this session may not be like the most combat focused and ultimately it's going to come down to once you figure out who did it who was the killer? You can have all the combat you want at that point. Like, for instance, with this whole thing I planned for the special, Burke was it? There wasn't even the real Burke that was killed. It was one of the clones. It was killed by the real Burke, and he was just fucking with the whole party. It can be a little fun thing like that. Unfortunately, it didn't come out right, and I wasn't able to use it. It's okay, though. Like, I I have some things in mind for specials later on, and I might have somebody who might be willing to help me do them, so it's not just me. I have to talk to her about it, but I haven't done it yet. We'll figure it out. But anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening to these episodes during Spooky Season. I hope you can take stuff from this episode. I know it's not as fun as having, like, a real special or whatever. It's just a regular episode, unfortunately. It just didn't work out quite right. So the Tellar campaign is tomorrow, and I haven't quite done my segment of being the big investigator Raymond. It's going to be interesting, I think. I don't know. Like, i got to do my best to not upstart the rest of the group. But if you want to catch that, it is going to go live around 4 Pacific. It's, you can find the show in the show description below. I'm actually posting this a couple days early. I wanted to do a little something more through Halloween, at least post it a little early. I actually am kind of busy around Halloween with their 
our office Halloween costume party. And I mean, I even got BlizzCon at the end of the week too. And then I got that trip on next Sunday. So I'm trying to, uh, I'm trying to take it easy. Like I'm just getting worked into the ground right now. And I'm just a lot of stress, especially with my buddy going through all the shit he's going through right now. So I'm just trying to be a good friend and be there for them. So anyways, I know this isn't like the regular outro stuff, but I, I appreciate y'all guys. And thank you for joining me on this spooky season. And I will catch y'all on the next one.